What's going on my beautiful people? This is your Certified Life and Relationship Coach, Coach Court. There are so many videos out there that talks about getting your ex back. I'm going to give you my five tips on how to do just that. Thank you for sticking around. If this is your first time viewing me, do me a favor and subscribe to the channel by clicking that subscribe button and ringing that bell so you're notified for the newest content. In today's video, I am going to give you five tips to get your ex back. Now, there are so many coaches out there. There are so many programs, so many courses, so many uh, videos that are telling you how to get your ex back. Or they're, teach, they're trying to teach you how to get your ex back. But I want to give my take on things. And this is if their relationship isn't something that's toxic, if it isn't something that's unhealthy. The very first thing you want to do is to do absolutely nothing. Now, I know this sounds counterproductive, and this is something that I wrote in my first book two years ago. Uh, is to do nothing. This is my own personal journey. You know, the very first thing that I had to do was to give her that time, that space, go into no contact, and work on yourself. And I'll get to that later on down the line, but your very first thing is to do nothing. And uh, the reason you want to do that is because you want to reset their mind about you. You want to push them to that neutral state of thinking about you. Because at the end of their relationship, if you were somebody that was fighting for it, if you were uh, reluctant to give them their space and give them and respect their wishes, then they're going to not want to even consider coming back to you because it was a really tough and a really difficult thing for, you, for um, them to do. Letting you go wasn't a simple task. So you want to let them know that, hey, I am okay. I am comfortable with being in my own skin. I can pull back. I can let you go out and do your own thing and, you know, give you that time to reconsider this thing. And if, if it's something that she wants to do or he wants to do, uh, it's going to have it's going to be something that they're going to do on their own. You know, there's nothing you can say. There's nothing you can do at this point. Like if the relationship was a, a lengthy relationship and they've had time to think about breaking up with you and they've had time to uh, think about the benefits and, uh, and the cons of being in a relationship with you, then there's nothing you can do. So do absolutely nothing. Pause. It's like the one quote. The best way to clear muddied water is to be still. The second thing that you want to do is to work on yourself. Now, I know you see this all the time. Work on yourself. What in the world does that mean? It's, 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 too, it's too cliche. But working on yourself, for me, I'm going to define it like I defined in my, my first book, Fruitful Seeds, How I Planted My Seeds for Growth Throughout Separation and Divorce. This is on Amazon, shameless plug. If you want to go out and check that out, you can get the free audio book too on Audible. So go ahead and check that out. But the very, the second thing is working on yourself. And what that means is bury yourself into per, in personal development. Learn what you need to learn in order to show up better next time. Enroll in that school of hard knocks. Learn everything you need to learn. Fill in your knowledge gap and correct the issue that was the problem in the first place. When you guys broke up, if they broke up with you, Chances are it was something that was going on, something you were doing, something you were saying or behaving that caused them to leave you. So you need to really turn inwardly, figure out what it is you need to work on and correct that issue. Because if you don't, even if the person was to come back to you, you're still going to be the same person that they left, which is going to cause them to do what? They're probably going to leave again. Because if you haven't grown, if you haven't changed, and what I, what I learned about coaching hundreds of clients is usually... When we're able to get that person back in their life, they no longer want them anymore because they haven't done, the other person hasn't done the work on themselves to make this relationship healthier and thrive in the future. So 
Uh, it's going to kind of be counterproductive because when I tell people to go into no contact, like I said before, do nothing. When I tell them to go into no contact, they struggle to do so. They struggle, or, or they go into no contact in the wrong way. They go into no contact thinking like, all right, I'm just going to sit around and you know cross off the, the days until I can reach out to them. No, that's wasted time. You need to bury yourself in personal development, get back to hanging out with your friends and your family again, reconnect with the people that you probably cut off because when you're starting to panic, you give that person pretty much all of your free time. So get so get back to reconnecting with them. And the next one is um just be patient. All right? This is kind of going to go along with the no contact and doing nothing. Be patient, but not only be patient with them as far as like if they want to change their mind and come back to you, but you need to be patient with yourself. Healing is a process. I tell people all the time, it's going to be hills and valleys. One day you'll be on the top of a hill and you're feeling like, man, this is great. I'm over this. I've, I've finally reached that acceptance stage. And then there's going to be days where you're in a low valley and you just can't get out of bed and you're just struggling. But be patient with yourself, all right? And this is going to help you out because the more that you're patient with yourself, the more you can get yourself back recentered because that's what you have to do. You know, if, if you're anxiety ridden, then the chances of them coming back and, and they're going to, if they pick up on that energy, they're going to be like, oh man, this is unattractive. Like he's, or she is still really anxious and really eager. And people want somebody that's going to look like uh, a trophy, a prize, somebody that's going to be um, a high value in their eyes. But if you're chasing, if you're begging, you're pleading and you're not patient with them coming to terms with, on their own volition, then chances are you're going to ruin that because you weren't patient, which means it kind of goes along with not texting so much, not not reaching out because I see clients all the time that say, you know, they wanted time and space. And what I did was I gave them that for a week or I gave them that for two weeks. And I'm thinking, okay, so if you're trying to convince them, you're going to show back up in their life and try to convince them that, hey, I've done this, I've done that, I've hired a life coach, I've went to therapy, I've changed they're probably not going to believe it. They're going to feel like you're manipulating them. And that's exactly what you're doing because you're not only kidding them, but you're kidding yourself when you can't be patient and you can't let the process work for you. you now that silence is a gift. Gift them that silence so they realize that, hey, I don't really like this gift. This is a gift that, you know, the ugly sweater people get for Christmas, like, or the, the knitted whatever you get from your grandma. Like, I don't, I don't like this. Like, no, nah, I, I think I want that person back in my life. So be patient. The number four tip is probably going to be common sense, but you know, I got to say it because not everybody understands that. And sometimes your emotions can get really, really intense. Don't hurt yourself. Right. And I mean this because I worked with so many people that were even people that I was mentoring, you know, young kids, like they, they, sometimes they, they were having hard times with breakups, but don't hurt yourself. Okay. Don't talk about taking your life, don't even think about it. don't entertain those thoughts. If you, if you ever entertain those thoughts, go to therapy, go to counseling, go see somebody because those are really unhealthy thoughts and no person should be worth taking your own life. You know, you can't exchange because a person doesn't want to be in a relationship with you anymore. You shouldn't even consider taking your own life because it's a really selfish thing to do. Think about your friends, think about your family, think about the people you're going to be leaving behind. And you know, if you got kids involved, you know, please, just don't hurt yourself, all right? My number five tip, but before I get into that, if you are interested in coaching 
reach out to me on my website at www.fruitfulseeds with the z at the end.com. Um, sign up for a session. That's the quickest way to get a hold of me. Uh, I, I'm always open to answering free emails when I can get around to it. But if you guys want that help, that outlet is there for you. And I appreciate you guys. All right, number five. Do not do anything silly on social media. And silly means posting negativity, getting posting excessively, really changing your habits of, of posting because they'll be able to pick up on it. If they see that there's some type of influx in posting or um, it's not as consistent as you used to post back in the day or back when you guys were together, then they're going to they're gonna sniff it out and they're going to know. They're going to be like, you know what? This person is doing all these things, trying to make it seem like he's living this or she's living her best life. But realistically, you know, they're probably struggling because this person, the person that I was with, he wasn't or she wasn't as excited about life as what I'm seeing on social media. Or this person is posting all these sad quotes, posting these these uh, memes and these these songs about intense emotions and heartache. You know, that is something that you're going to want to keep in, keep to yourself, keep in the back. Because not only is she going to pick up on it, other people are going to pick up on it too. Like if you go and you try to start dating again, let's say you that person that was waiting for you to uh, get out of that relationship or was interested in you, and you're posting all this sappy stuff on Facebook, they'll probably think that you're emotionally unstable and that you're not, uh, you're no longer a catch. Like you're not handling this thing well. So realize that you know that's a bad move to be posting those things on social media so if you found this video of any value please like comment and share reach out to me on my social media accounts twitter instagram facebook is i am coach court tiktok is i.am.coachcourt thank you guys i will talk to you soon